self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another wonderful fantastic episode you can find me on twitter and instagram at mr m-i-s-t-e-r underscore on point and i can be found at red underscore calamity uh, we're still doing the listener letter portion of the show, so if you have a question or a Reddit post or anything that you would like to send to us, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artist, or you can hit us up on any of our social media, like some of you have done, and we'll get to it. And by popular demand popular from demand. people in the likes of Rockman3k3 and Michael, we have decided to throw some more poetry at you <laughs> because yeah. you know if you just started listening or wasn't listening back then we did a, a run of for about three months of reading all of our not all of our but some mm-hmm. of our poetry that we wrote <laughs> i mean and you know we got more so we're gonna start that back up for a little bit and yeah, see how that goes i didn't even realize how much i had until we looked into like redoing this and I'm like, God damn, I wrote a lot of shit. I wrote a lot when I was in college. <laughs> wrote a lot of poetry in college. And it's evident that working and starting to be an adult killed that shit. It did. <laughs> you know, because I mean, I write now still, but nowhere near to the level of when I worked, when I was, I was working as, as a server. At, uh, in undergrad, because I would be behind the bar, and when it would be slow, I would just be using my little notepads, too, writing up stuff. Yeah. Um, and I was a hopeless, romantic-ass bitch back then. I don't know that I'm, like, quite in that headspace, like, 35-year-old red, but I used to be, like, fucking Shakespeare out here. Like, just... <laughs> also... <laughs> some of it is crazy. Also, I took down a list of the poems that I had written on the, I read on the show before without going back to go listen to the shows. I did not. So, if I did not take that down and I'm reading something over again, then, you know, my bad. But More than likely going to be reading something over again because I did not keep a list. Okay. So, you can go first. Or you want me to go first? Well, I have um, two. One I wrote yesterday just because... Um, me and Alpon was talking and realized, I realized that I hadn't written, like, it's been six plus years. Um, and so, yeah, um, that's the reason why I'm reading too, because I don't think the one that I wrote yesterday was all that great, just because I'm rusty as fuck. So I'm going to read the one I wrote yesterday, and then I'm going to read one that I wrote years and years ago. And the one I wrote years and years ago, well, let me, I'll get, I'll explain when I get to there. Let me read the one I wrote yesterday. So the one that I wrote yesterday is called 2020. Um, And this is dedicated to my little Mooch, which is Kingston. Um, And the reason why his nickname was Mooch is when I got him, he would get into fucking shit all the time. And I didn't want to be like, you little mutt, because it's rude. So I just combined mutt and pooch. And so whether he was doing something good or bad, I could just call him Mooch and nobody would fucking know. That's really close to Gooch. Only you would. Anyway, I can't. I'm just, okay, I'm just saying. Okay, 2020. 2020 sucks balls. And yeah, I know we all feel that way. It's such a collective trauma, one doesn't even need to say anything because we all understand, all feel the fear, all have had plans that were never meant to be. 
You see, 2020 is a year I hope we never have to repeat. I mean, damn, first we lost Kobe and that for a year in which we would all spend crazy time alone. For a year that literally took the wind out of our sails, a year with a pandemic that rose to a scale that the present world had never seen before. Got most of us scared to even walk through the damn door. It's crazy. Hell, we lost Black Panther too. But for me, more than that, it's the year I lost you. And yeah, you were an asshole, but then so am I. 2020 took you away and expects me to just get by? How? I don't remember life without you. Don't remember an existence without you in my view. Doing shit that you weren't supposed to even be able to do. Showing more personality than your body could hold. Just being you. Grouchy, mouthy, and bold. So fuck 2020. I remember the past. I remember the time I fell straight on my ass because you decided I wasn't moving fast enough. I remember all the times that you called my bluff. Small but crazy tough. Sweet when you wanted to be and then sometimes rough. Memories won't be enough. I'll always miss you. Um, I always want to see your brown eyes come into my view. And yes, I know we've all felt the pain, all felt the struggle to try to maintain. So I'll refrain from listing every single hurt. I won't mention the jobs, trips, or canceled concerts that uh, there is no need. We all know 2020 has just been the worst. I wish I could propose we all just forget, just move past this year. But you see, there's a threat. History has a way of repeating itself. If lessons aren't learned, we can't just put this year on the shelf. And I, for one, ain't repeating this shit. I'm tired. I'm done. Hell, listen, I submit. I've been beaten by this year, but optimistic about the next. Yeah, I'm a bit tired, but I will never let this get the best of me because that's not what you would do. Your stubborn little ass would find a way to muddle through, and so will I, and so will we. 2020 may suck balls, but we'll make it. You'll see. I mean, we already voted Cheeto Satan out. And by my cap and by my calculations, we're already on a better route. So 2021, bitch, please be worth the wait. I lost my little mooch. I need you to be the checkmate. This it. Okay. Okay. Rest in peace, Kingston. Rest in peace, Kingston. Snaps. <laughs> <laughs> So this other one doesn't have a title. I just named it untitled because I never, I was so bad at giving shit titles. But I wrote this when Trayvon Martin um, got killed. And the only reason I want to read this is just because <laughs> it's fucking crazy how this was written years ago. And I, I could have written this yesterday. Like it's so, it's still so relevant, which is sad. Um, but again, no, no title. Um, no justice, no peace. We screamed in the streets. Screets? The fuck am I from? Hold on. Let me <laughs> screams. Mm. No justice, no peace. We screamed in the streets. Filled with righteous anger when the jury gave their decree. It was all over the TV. A nation in disbelief. The killer of a young black teen allowed to just walk free. And initially, oh, we were hype. Marching in the streets, standing up for what's right, standing up for what's wrong. But as the weeks went by, we silenced our song. Change doesn't happen in a matter of weeks, and change doesn't happen when we just admit defeat. They don't care about us. The system ain't made for people of color. Those things may be true, but we don't care for one another. We're killing each other. Our streets are covered with bodies. And carrying a gun on now, that's kind of a hobby. With such nonchalance, we take each other's lives. A flower without roots simply cannot survive. I wish we realized that we were descended from kings, and every act of violence does nothing but bring shame to the memory of those who fought for our rights. Viciously 
viciously clipping our wings. See, we'll never take flight, never rise above circumstances or be great in spite of. We can't even manage the task of showing each other love. And of course, they want to emulate us. We have the potential to be great, intelligent women, perfect hourglass shapes. And yes, some of us have more sand than do others, but these hips bear little kings and queens born to strong mothers and our men, where their flavor is unmatched, walking with a cool swagger, even as they carry their family on their backs. So why do we act as if we don't have good sense? Dwindling numbers due to murder and, cap murder and capital offenses. Yeah, the trial is over and the verdict still stands, but the fight has to continue. Please don't misunderstand. The change is at hand. But it must start with us. Love yourself, love your fellow man, and respect is a must. We're in this fight together. Our goals should be the same. We must respect life, or his death won't be in vain. Damn. Snaps. <laughs> that sentimental shit. You got all this sentimental, close <laughs> other shit. <laughs> well, and I mean, that literally was written. I forget what year. But like that was written that year and it's like shit is still kind of the same which is, makes me sad but um yeah I mean I don't know 20, 2020 was it was sentimental but it was also me griping about how fucking this year has sucked balls because it has yeah like sweaty balls like straight out the gym balls yeah it's bad construction balls like it's terrible I don't want another year like 2020 in my life. Fuck no, this was this uh, personal or universal. I mean, at least I guess some of us can take solace in the idea that it's everybody going through the same shit. Yeah, <laughs> to a degree, but you know, it's been too much. It's worse for some people than others. True, but yeah, that's my um, my poetry. All right, so this was uh this was me trying to step into the brain of a fuck boy. <laughs> um, I guess this is how I want to put it. That must have been very difficult for you. Yeah. It's called My Misconception. You know, but it's also about this dude realizing that he a fuckboy. Letting <laughs> her go or whatever, but here we are. My misconception and deception is that it can be resolved. As the world revolves and we evolve, I know it's not true. It's not you, but it's me. I never meant to hurt you, or for that matter, to help you. But look at yourself. You see fire, and for me, you step through. Your desire for me is beyond what I can be adept to. I shouldn't feel like an idol. My Bible tells me that. Being so, I decided, I'm deciding to take a step back. It's too much love bad. Too much of anything can be dangerous, and somehow love found a way to strangle us. Dangle us from the ends of fate to bring us here. Boy, destiny knows how to tangle us. Man, this was strange to us. Well, at least strange to me, because being a good man is what my aim should be. But I love walking on the edge, living dangerously. I just never plan for it to involve your heart. You're not like the girls that say they want a good man, but always end up with a hood man, always talking about slanging the wood man. The I love him. He's just misunderstood, man. The little nigga that wish he could, man. Oh, you still don't know what kind of dude I'm talking about? The kind that says he never hits a woman, but slaps on you. When you catch him in a lie, he snaps on you. The one that threatens to leave you straps on shoes and leave you home alone while you have no clues. He comes back when he's sad on blues and you love him so much you don't feel had or used. It's a vicious cycle till you figure out how many times you've been mad or abused, trapped in the booze, crapped and confused. Yeah, that's the dude. You one of the girls that really wants a good man, but I'm sorry that just ain't me. No matter how majestically you paint me, I still dibble dabble, so all I can feel like is scribble scrabble. 
I know when you spew my words, you only hear empty babble, but just listen. I'm letting you go so you can lead a better life. You know, one where you're happy and instead of strife, you can find a better man to become his wife. See, my misconception has been that I deserve the best, but be, to be honest, I deserve nothing even close to less. Damn. That's it. Snaps. Nigga. Fuck boy. Yes. Fuck boy Chronicles. I have tons of fuck boy. Of course you material. do. Of course you do. <laughs> I mean, I got some angry shit that I was going. I was like, God damn. And I know exactly what I wrote it for and who I wrote it for. Yep. <laughs> I remember like, when I remember the circumstances around why it was written. Um, yeah. it's crazy. That's wild. Yeah, but uh, that's poetry. We bringing that shit back for a little while. Yeah. Um. Thanks for pushing us to be creative, guys. I know, because I literally have not written a poem, and it's been more than six years. But I've been in Birmingham for six plus years, so I know for damn sure I ain't wrote shit since I've been here. But it's been longer than that. <laughs> But we got letters. And well, we got a letter from Michael. Thanks, Michael. And it is titled, A Wild Brit Has Appeared. Uh, select fight, select Pokemon, select item, select run. <laughs> I'm assuming PKMN means Pokemon. I never played Pokemon like a. Oh. Um, but. So I assume that's how you run in, in uh, a Pokemon RPG. Hello, mate. Really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's been a long time since I've written into the show. And in the intervening time, I've built up a big backlog to work my way through. Right off the bat, the new format is great, though I still do miss the poetry. As always, my email is ridiculously long, so please feel free to read this ahead of time and just do the cliff notes. That said couple of things I wanted to raise with you from the episodes my wife and I have benched our way through so far. Firstly, congratulations on your recent election vote, uh, results. I know that almost sounds like congratulations on your recent cancer screening coming back <laughs> negative, but frankly, that's kind of how I feel saying it. I 100% agree with you that while Biden is not ideal for many reasons, he is still fundamentally the lesser of two evils. I just can't understand the mentality of the, but they're both bad, I'm writing in a third party crowd. Yes, they may both be bad, but here are the levels of, the, but there are levels to badness. Like if I gave you three options where you can press this blue button and someone's going to come in here with a butter knife and cut your nipples off, or <laughs> press this red button, which means instead some train orangutans with particularly bad personal hygiene come in here and fuck you to death over the course of the next seven days, right. or you can write in a third party button with a picture of a lovely steak dinner on it. You never actually get the steak. Someone else would just pick one of the other two buttons for you, but you did get to say you didn't choose whatever it is that actually happens. <laughs> what are you going to pick? What is the only vaguely rational choice? How are you going to stand there and go, well, option one or two and both bad, so I'll just press the button that makes me feel better. No, that's not how, that's how you get poked to death by orange dick. That's how you get tiny little orange hands grabbing your man pussy slash regular pussy for the next four years. I mean, seven days. Whatever. Don't vote for fucking Kanye. Fuck. Speaking of that, I feel like I would find it strange that 60,000 people voted for Kanye to be president in any other year. But I just can't find it that we're in a year where there were millions of people that voted for Donald Trump's second term. That's fucking bananas. Okay, Kanye is completely unqualified to be in charge of a Taco Bell, let alone the entire United States. Okay, he's clearly mentally ill. Okay, he has an ego so pathologically swollen 
that it crosses into delusion and outstrips even his own considerable personal achievements. Yes, his Twitter is full of instances where he has somehow, in 280 characters or less, shown all of these things about himself. But at least he hasn't spent the uh, four years proving how shit of a president he would be. Voting for Trump is like, fool me once, shame on you. Now fool me twice. Please. I like being fooled. Me dumb, dumb, stupid, like the red hat on lives, yay, winning. And there are literally millions of people who put the X in that box. That's not me ragging on America either. I've met more than my share of Trump supporters in the UK, and we can't even vote for him. That feels even worse somehow. That's the difference between being a struggling single parent, staying um a boyfriend who's abusing their kids and just being a neighbor cheering through the wall when they hear crying. <laughs> so glad that Billis Orange Spunk Nugget has been voted out. He he doesn't want to go either. Time for the U.S. to come together and collectively clinch their Democratic butt cheeks and pinch that nasty, clingy president-shaped turd off for good. Woo. Okay, I think I'm done talking shit about Donnie T for now. Donald Trump looks like a serious bu serial bus masturbator who is also the bastard offspring of a grumpy dog and a chump's chicken tender. Okay, now I'm done. <laughs> so second of all, we did not get a perfect score on the Alabama white people litmus test. So we know what space is, but not how to play. You play some Tupac and start singing along, I will go on about my business. If we're quoting boondocks and I'm doing a Riley line, the word dude is going to pop up in place of any verbiage that would decrease my confidence in not being throat punched below 100%. I will say that we've got the poor shit comprehensively covered. In fact, if you don't have a coat hanger, I will also let you know that you can get one of your kids to hold their finger on the arrow plug, too. If they say their arm is tired, a pro tip is to tell them to use the other one then. Thirdly, hymens. They don't work like that, sir. I remember looking this all up when T.I. started talking about having his daughter's meat shield structurally tested, presumably in place of a regular birthday cake. There's a whole TED talk on how they work, plus anatomical diagrams slash pictures online of what hymens actually look like. I'll say this at least, not what I had always pictured and totally possible to give false negatives and false positives during a TI brand flap inspection. When Donald Trump speaks, his mouth movements bring to mind both a shitting butthole and somehow also Jabba the Hutt eating in the original trilogy before they had CGI. Okay, now I'm done. Oh, and regarding the phone tracker software, for future reference, if it comes up, I would not recommend avoiding it on principle as it's so, it's so handy to have. It's all about what it's used for. Me, my wife, and daughter all have such an app and can view each other, each other. Being able to check in on someone to see if they're still at the store before you text and say, can you pick up milk as well? Or just the reassurance that you can find someone in an emergency is really nice. Thing is, it's all based on trust. As soon as you give someone a reason to regret they gave you that level of access, be that your partner, your child, or even a friend, you're now causing a problem. And that other person is going to solve it by either rescinding that access or faking their location. Being a parent is accepting that you lose control over your child as they grow. The only way to make peace with that is to instill them with a mindset that reduces the likeliness of them fucking their whole life up with the inevitable stupid mistakes that people make as they grow. Thanks again for the podcast. Is there a post-Hawaii plan for recording yet? I heard that Donald J. Trump fucks stray dogs purely because he liked the smell it makes. Michael. <laughs> Can I just fucking say, like, I literally, before this, was telling on point how fucking cool it would be if after the whole pandemic shit is over that we could actually go to the UK and visit Michael. And now I feel that doubly because I want to see him do his stand-up because I just feel like it would be fucking hilarious. Just hilarious because his letters are always so funny. 
and it's like my kind of humor. So it's I would love to see him do stand up. I bet it's amazing. What would be hilarious is us being around all these other people that we don't understand what the hell they saying. And they ain't gonna understand us either. <laughs> <laughs> and we all speak English. That's the fucked up part. It's like if you go to Japan and people don't understand what you're saying and you don't understand them, that shit makes sense. Going somewhere in, that's English speaking and because your fucking English is so broken, people are still like, what? <laughs> This the Queen's English. This is what happens when a whole fucking nation control another nation, and the uh the nation that the other one is controlling is the is the ghetto. <laughs> like America, it from the beginning was the ghetto. Like they was like the only way we can solve this problem is throw this tea in the river. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean. Shit work, but that had to be somebody had to be saying this is the dumbest shit. We don't we finna have no tea. <laughs> like I fuck with tea. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, if we gonna get the king attention, we can do some other shit. But let's not get rid of the tea. But that's what that's the kind of decision the ghetto make. True. We the ghetto. We're so really now look at how we talking. So and then look at this. So take America and take the sub ghetto of America, <laughs> like us. <laughs> our black asses. <laughs> Bonics creating our own language and shit. Oh my god, that's fun. I I really hope that one of these days we can make that shit happen and like maybe record while we're over there. I just feel like that would be amazing. Uh, so Michael, I want to just give you a little bit of young people southern slang. The new term amongst the young people for lying is capping. So Which, you know. if if you're if somebody is lying, how you would represent that is say that person is capping. And if somebody is telling a lie and you want to identify that it's a lie, you say that's cap. But if you're telling the truth, then no cap. No cap is the truth. <laughs> I don't. And listen, so this is just to show even if you live in the ghetto of America. <laughs> It's still gonna be shit because like the first time I started hearing people say that shit because I'm old now apparently. Um I was like, what the fuck? It is so many little terms that like teenagers use now. And you know, talking to teenagers, sometimes I just have to be like, What? What does that mean? And we work with kids, so we stay ready for some new shit. And yeah. so and I text Clue Champ. So when that shit came up to me, I was like, This motherfucker talking about lying. <laughs> Where this shit come from? And then you know, gotta go to Urban Dictionary, put in cap, and there you go. But how? What is? Why cap? Like, I, what is the connection between lying? Is it like a baseball have, cap? You will have to ask the first rapper who said this, which probably came from his city, not from him specifically. True. It's probably one city that was saying cap meaning lie. You know, maybe it was like a secret language. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like. <laughs> Maybe if it was a if it was a drug deal going on and somebody was telling a lie, like I imagine, you know, using a word that meant lie, but then the other person didn't know what it meant. I don't know that. Well, they fucked up now in this game. Yeah. If that's the case, because now everybody know what cap means. <laughs> I, exactly. Now they got to come up with a new word. So now they having to use a new word for lie, which was cap, but now they got a new word that one rapper gonna find out and then you put it out to the world at some point. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know how it came about, but like, yeah, that shit. 
should be showing up. Yeah. And it's like it travels fast. It's like yeah. all the rappers start using it once one rapper uses it. And then obviously all of the kids that use it when listening to that music start using it. And then the adults start using it because they hear the kids using it. Because like something, the music, I don't listen to most of. I don't think I listen to any artists that say cap. <laughs> because I don't listen to none of these new artists. So again, my my understanding of this new slang comes from working with kids and them talking, telling me they like if you've never heard a teenager tell a story, that shit don't have no beginning, no end. It just <laughs> you just have to hold on and try to get out of it, but you can. <laughs> Especially girls. I think teenage girls are much worse at telling stories than boys are. Because mm-hmm. it's like 57 names and they always expect you to know exactly who Allison is. And you remember I told you about Allison and most of the time I just be like, yep, yeah, yeah, you did. Go. What, what happened? <laughs> Go on. Carry on. Um, but yeah, I always love Michael's letters because they're always hilarious. And I always love to see an outside opinion on Donald Trump. Because it just lets me know that the rest of the world knows that this is just fuckery as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's my phone. I was like, what the hell was that? <laughs> Accident. <laughs> um yeah. Anything left on his? No, nah, that's it. Um uh, you know, under you know, about the uh tracking stuff for the phone. Yeah. Yeah, it's you're right. You know, it all is based on trust. It's just, you know, I, me and Red probably have an experience of working with families that they never have good intentions for having this stuff on their phone. Yeah. Just sheer from the the profession that we have, when we have to address, you know, monitoring on a phone, it's always from a parent that feels like if they knew where their children were, that they, they could control more. Which you is know, ridiculous fucking it's absolutely a healthy way to have tracking software on your phone, but it is definitely dependent upon trust. Yeah. You know, um, even kids having journals, like my cousin read her daughter's journal and had the audacity to get mad at some stuff that she had in it that was about her. And I was like, if your child found out that you read that journal, then she'll never fucking write anything again that means something and the problem with that is journaling is a healthy way for them to get out emotions so now you cut off a coping mechanism for her because you got in your feelings about some shit that you shouldn't have even been reading Mm -hmm. and i hope that you're ready for me to tell your daughter all your secrets when she's old enough to be (laughs) out of your clutches (laughs) that's the best part of being an older figure with family members that's raising kids can't wait Oh my God. Okay. So we also got something from Michael's wife. Now, before any of you feminists get on my ass about referring to her as Michael's wife, first of all, shut the fuck up. And then secondly, I'm going to refer to her as Michael's wife until she tells me what she would like to be called. Yes, I know that she has much more of an identity outside of being his wife. So again, shut the fuck up. But until she tells me what she wants to be called, she will be Michael's wife. Okay. Okay. Um, so she, let's see. Uh, I'll, I'll read that. So she sent me again, like I said, you can do this on social media 
uh, our social media as well. She sent me this through uh, Instagram. And she said, hi, Red, I'm not a general Reddit user as my 20-year-old brother and 15-year-old daughter keep telling me. I'm just too old to get it. So listening to you and On Point, do your Am I the Asshole? What the fuck is you doing? What fucking alarm went off? <laughs> Goddamn, phone. <laughs> giving me away. <laughs> so listening to you and On Point, do your Am I the Asshole section is pure joy for me. Thank you for adding extra laughter and healthy debate into mine and Michael's late night gaming sessions. Stay safe and sane. Um, and then she sent us a post. What kind of games are y'all playing? I just want to know like what y'all what late night gaming y'all are doing. I'd be curious to know what the game is. Uh, okay. I have a feeling this is going to be ridiculous, but uh, it's, am I the asshole for not talking to my parents after they made my wife cry over our baby name choice? I want to preface this by saying that I've always had an interest in philosophy and mythology. You know what? This is already going in a bad direction because <laughs> I feel like this name is going to be some bullshit. Uh, I am literally a name nerd. Since my wife and I are currently in the process of adopting, we have been talking about this a lot. When we broke the news to my parents, they were so happy for us. But last weekend, they asked if we have a name in mind. This is where the trouble began. When I first read the name Nikki Nikki Foros, Nikki Foros, I don't know. I'm probably saying this wrong. One and a half years ago, I knew it it would be that of my future child. My mother freaked out and said she might name a horse that, but not a child. We were very upset by this comparison. My mother doesn't even own a horse. So we felt like she just said that to hurt our feelings. Then she said, hold up, are you adopting a, a girl or a boy? And we said a boy. And But she said that other kids would think our son is a girl. She asked if we had ever thought about being out in public and having to call for him. Nikiforos, you forgot your lunchbox. <laughs> Then she tried to imitate horse sounds and stomp up and down the stairs. (laughs) My father was suspiciously quiet while my mother was ridiculing our personal choices. Now, my wife loves French culture. She has been to the Louvre twice and won't shut up about it and taught herself how to speak a little French. She fell in love with the French spelling. It's still Nicephore, I guess. N-I-C-E-P-H-O-R-E. It's not pronounced nice as in very nice. The French way of saying it sounds like niece four. Oh, niece four? That's what we brought this up when the reaction would be better. Mother then asked if the entire discussion was just a prank. My wife started crying at this point. My mother seemed annoyed and asked to see the rest of our name list. She said none of them fit our last name. But because I got pretty close to studying archaeology in college, I think I know a little bit more about these things than most people do, and I'm somewhat entitled to pick a big name with a lot of history for my child. My name is not so common either, Devin, and people keep mishearing it. I have to correct that a lot, and honestly, I don't mind at all. So I really don't think my kid will care about this. Funnily, my mother doesn't remember all the times I was called Kevin or Steven by others. Either way, America is such a diverse country that I don't think this is an issue. My second favorite name could also be a middle name. Is Didadaskalos? Didadaskalos? I'm not, I know I'm not saying it right. It means teacher. This would honor my lovely wife who is an elementary school teacher. 
This is when my father burst out into laughter and claimed it sounded like Adidas. <laughs> then he noted that we could go with Nike for a nickname. Should we name the kid Nick Forest or Nice Four, Nice Four? I grabbed my jacket and my wife and we left. Uh, we felt so ridiculed. We didn't even want to eat dinner that night and went straight to bed. We still haven't spoken to them since. Am I the asshole for wanting my child to have a historical name? Am I the asshole for not talking to my parents now? Okay. I'm a... I don't I'm think you're the asshole. Um, Let you me... are very weird. You are a weird motherfucker. So, um, go ahead. Because I'm a, I, this is going to be a rant. So I'm okay, <laughs> you look, you ain't the asshole, but you weird as fuck. Um, I really think you're minimizing how much your child gonna hate their name <laughs> because they are going to fucking hate their name. Uh, because people like easy shit to figure out, like the whole world mispronouncing your shit. Devin is not no fucking no. Devin ain't a name that is no. a problem to have. It's no, two fuck. people called you Kevin, <laughs> and five didn't didn't hear you when you said it and called you the wrong shit. But Nisa Fori, <laughs> nigga, you, you're fucking up with that. You're minimizing that. But I don't want to call you the asshole. I think you are very short-sighted. I think you are very weird. And I think that you are allowing your weird-ass quirkiness to make this decision for you when um, it's going to be weird to a lot of people, you know, your parents included. But as a parent, you have the prerogative to name your child whatever you want to. So you should name your child whatever the fuck you want to. If your wife is okay with it and you're okay with it and you want to call that child that name, then do it. Fuck. It's your decision. Can I go? Yeah. What the entire fuck? Now, I'm going to say this the same way that I, I think I've had this rant on this show before. Okay? Yes. You 100% can name your child whatever the fuck you want to name your child. You can. 100%. Here's the thing, though. That child is not going to be a child forever. That child is going to become an adult to find a way to be a productive fucking citizen in this country. And we're not going to sit up here and act like when you have a name that has a cultural, like, especially, this don't even sound like it's y'all culture, because I think these, they'll sound like Greek names, because it's, I guess, Greek mythology. I don't even know the fuck y'all are even Greek. But neither here nor there. The thing about it is, I feel the same way about, okay, so I had a friend who called me to tell me he was going to name his son King. And I was like, why would you do that? And he was like, I should be able to name my son whatever I want to. You can't. But here's the thing. You're not going to act like when he put in applications when he's 25 years old and there are people who see that fucking name and automatically are able to tell that he's black, that they're not going to be like, eh, because somebody with the same fucking, um, credentials as your son who has the name Devin or Kevin or Steven. Don't think that that won't make a fucking difference. Is it fair? Absolutely not. It's not fair at all. But it's the it's the world that we have. Okay. Nobody's going to be able to pronounce your child's fucking name. You talking about it's not nice, but niece. Nobody in America is going to look at that and know that shit. Okay. Besides somebody else that's really into Greek mythology, which you, is few and far in between, sir. Okay, Devin, your kid's going to have his name mispronounced all the time. Kids are fucking mean, okay? And so the kids ain't going to be able to pronounce it. So they're going to come up with a name for your kid. And that name may not be so nice, okay? I just, you have a right to do whatever you want to do with your children. But I feel like whatever you do, 
you should have their best interests at heart. And wanting to name your child some shit because you like Greek mythology without caring about how that's going to impact them, to me, is selfish as fuck. Okay? They got to live their whole life. And that shit, ugh, why? You're not the asshole. I wouldn't say you're an asshole, but I would say that you're not thinking long term and how difficult that's going to be for that kid. Because again, if, if an employer has a, a choice between Kevin, and what what niece niece foray, which they can't even they don't even know how to fucking pronounce. Guess who they gonna call? Kevin. They gonna call Kevin and offer Kevin a job. And niece foray is gonna be out here with your very uh, unique name, but living in your basement. You want that for him? Hmm? Like the kid is already being uh, already adopted. Okay, there's already a level of fucking trauma. What a name. People listen. You name your kid whatever you want to. But at the end of the day, your job as a parent is to give your kid the best foot up in life that they can so that when you release them out into the world, they have the things that they need to be productive and to be successful. And yes, okay, yes, there are people who have crazy names that become famous and that do great, but that is the 1%. And the odds of your kid being in the fucking 1% is low. Don't do that to them. Okay? Okay. And I want to reassess my response. You are not the asshole as it pertains to your parents. You are the asshole as it pertains to your child. (laughs) Yes. Jesus. (laughs) And you can convince yourself that your child will be fine with it, but, you know, they won't be. You better not. I mean, everybody gonna know. Your grandparents gonna know. give that child a regular fucking middle name, so they can recall that. Yeah, so they can change <laughs> to some regular shit if they want to. Don't give Don't them do. no motherfucking crazy first name and middle name. Well, you see, they said what was it? Dysoph- Wait a minute. What was the middle? The other name? Didas. Didas. Adidas sounding. Adidas. Yeah, Adidas Skylos. That's. Yeah, like this. <laughs> don't do that. Just don't. Don't fucking do that. I'm okay with my regular ass name. I, my name is one of the. Let me. I cannot tell you how many times I am out in the world and I will hear somebody say Jennifer and I turn around because it's three million Jennifers probably running around just in the United States alone. Okay, but guess what? Ain't no other motherfucking calamity red. Okay, because I'm me. Regardless of how common my fucking name is, I'm not common, right? So your goal is to make sure that what you put into your child makes them unique and makes them a good person. Not the fucking name that you give to them, okay? Because it's stupid. That doesn't even name. I don't understand. (laughs) And I never will. I will never understand people naming their kids dumb shit because you think it's cute. That, That cute baby is gonna become a cute toddler, is gonna become a cute child, a cute teenager, and then later on an adult who has to live with this fucked up name that you gave them. And I would be irritated. I would be very irritated if my mom had named me uh, Niece Foray. I'd be mad. As an adult, I would be mad as fuck. And I probably would have changed that shit legally as soon as I was able to. Because who the fuck is gonna keep telling people how to pronounce this shit? Because nobody's gonna know how to pronounce it unless I move to Greece. And then, even then, they may still not be saying the shit, right? I don't fucking know. Don't do that. Ugh. Anyway, 
Thank you, Michael's wife. Again, let me know what you want to be called. Um, and I will call you that on the show. Or if you want to continue to be Michael's wife, that's fucking cool with me too. And also, if you're a feminist that just tuned into the show to hear her call her Michael's wife, then I want to say fuck you again on behalf <laughs> of Red because that's not her intention. Go back and listen to the beginning of the show. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. <laughs> Colin, Colin has sent us a Reddit post. It says, y'all, exclamation point. That's the heading of the email. So that means this must be some real shit. <sighs> Am I the asshole for ruining the rice that my boyfriend cooks with by consolidating the multiple bags of rice, which he claims are different into a single container? All right, let's do this. I am a 26-year-old female that moved in with my 23-year-old male boyfriend earlier this year. He is kind of disorganized, so I tend to have to tidy things up a lot. He often complains that I misplace his things, but it's really just his lack of organization more than anything. He keeps telling me to stop moving his things around, but we live here together, so I don't see why I should stop doing that. Anyway, he happens to be the one who does most of the cooking, and I say he's pretty good at it. One thing that does bother me is that he keeps multiple huge bags of rice in the kitchen, which he claims are different types of rice. But I looked at them and they're all the same white rice. I told him that he should put it on a prop in a proper container, but he insists that it's just fine the way it is. But the thing is, I don't think that it's fine the way it is. So yesterday I decided to consolidate all of the rice by to put all the rice in. I dumped all three bags in there and put it in the pantry. When I texted my boyfriend and told him where I put the rice, he completely freaked out and said that I ruined the rice. He texted me that I can't mix basmati rice with jasmine rice, but it's all just white rice. I don't see how it is any less edible. When he came home, he just started yelling at me, and it was really hurtful because I was doing him a favor. Am I the asshole here? Fucking yes. You were doing him no goddamn favor? You are the whole ass asshole here, okay? It sounds like you really fucking got OCD. It sounds like that you have a problem with your boyfriend's sense of organization and you have to move his shit around to be wherever the fuck you want it to be. But as a man that is very proficient in the kitchen, I will tell you one thing. Do not fuck with my rice, okay? Just don't do it, all right? It's one of the last things that I have that makes sense in the kitchen. (laughs) Because Jasmine has its place, Basmati has its place, and a long grain... Uh, extra long grain, medium grain, all that shit means something different. And uh, it's just beyond me. It's like it would be hard for me to just have a woman who just looked at the color white and the small <laughs> shape that rice makes and say, it's all the same. You know, you know, that's like your boyfriend looking at you and a whole bunch of the white women being like, y'all are all the same. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go hug this one and put my arm around this one. No, shit means shit. And more than anything, it ain't. you don't even have to believe it means shit. Your boyfriend told you that it means shit. Your boyfriend do all of the kitchen cooking. Leave the fucking kitchen alone. If you don't know the difference between rices, it's evident that you don't have the mental capacity to do anything that makes sense in the kitchen. I probably wouldn't even want you washing the dishes because I don't even want you to think about the rice in the kitchen and doing shit to it. I fuck with rice, like almost every meal. I fuck with rice. And I got several different ways I cook rice. I got reason why we use basmati rice versus uh, like uh, other rices. Like, I got sushi rice. Listen, in my kitchen right now, okay, I have medium grain rice, all these in different bags, extra long grain rice. I have basmati rice. I don't have jasmine. I have sushi rice. <laughs> 
I have um and I have the rices that come into like the little Spanish yellow rice packs. Mm-hmm. And I got like all these shits are different. So you are the asshole for ruining the rice. You are the asshole for not believing that your boyfriend like why why would your boyfriend lie about the rices being why would he keep them in different bags and lie to you about them being different? And let's just assume that y'all live in fucking somewhere that sells rice in bags with no words on it, okay? Let's just assume that's where you live. Because if your dumb ass didn't pick these bags up and see Basmati on one of them and Jasmine on one of them to note that they were different, then fine. Maybe you can't read. Like, maybe, well, you wrote this, so you got to be able to read. But let's just assume no labels come on the rice. You are the asshole because you didn't believe your boyfriend when he told you that the rice was different. And, like, this is so minimal. This is so minimal. Like, as a boyfriend, I would be wondering at this point, what the fuck else is she going to put me through for a lifetime? You know what I'm saying? Like, what else am I going to have to deal with if she can't read the rice bags, believe me when I say that the rice is different, and just leave the fucking shit alone? This shit's triggering. I see. I don't even have much to add. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that you... He ruined the rice. You got to throw all that shit away now. The fact that she even, in him getting upset, still can't understand and then tried to say, I was helping him. He's being ungrateful for my help. No, he didn't ask you to do it, okay? And actually, when you spoke to him about it, he told you that they're different and that they needed to stay um, separated. And then you took it upon yourself to go against what he said and what he wanted. You do not, and saying that, you know, your level of organization is more important or saying that uh, he's not very organized and so when he tells you to leave his stuff alone, you think that that gives you the right, like, no, the fuck it doesn't because you saying, you know, you live there. He lived there too. When you join a space with somebody, you have to be very careful of being respectful because I pay bills here too, bitch. Okay. I pay bills too. <laughs> and if I want my rices, then the rices are going to be separated. That's such a small, tiny thing that somebody would be requesting uh, as far as a shared space. And you can't even do that. Like, the so on point is right. What what else is life with you going to look like if you can't be respectful of fucking rice separation? <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, you're the asshole. Major asshole. Gigantic asshole. Huge is our president um, leaving out. We'll say huge, huge asshole. You're a huge, huge asshole. It's like, I'm going to have to treat you like a dog. I'm going to have to like put guards up for the kitchen. Like when you try to walk in that bitch, no, no. <laughs> Get your ass out of here. <laughs> Not going to come in here fucking with my rice. Oh my God. Her brain is little. Uh, is that the only uh, Reddit he sent us? Uh, we have one from last week that we can still cover. Okay. Am I the asshole for firing our nanny after I heard her body shaming me? Mm. I am a 29 year old female and a single mom to a precious four year old girl. Despite the pandemic, I still have my work cut out for me and I'm forced to be glued to my screen pretty much all day. I hired a nanny that's 20 years old to take care of my kid and pay her pretty handsomely considering her family depends on her income during the pandemic. She's been our nanny for about two months and things were going pretty well. Yesterday, however, I ended up firing her. It happened because I was in my office and I heard her on the phone in my daughter's playroom. 
she was talking to someone about things she uh, she was talking to someone and things she said were yeah you should see how she eats she literally keeps cutting her food and segregating it for hours i'm like just eat it you psycho dude honestly i haven't seen anyone that thin in like ever i bet you could see her ribs from miles away might be important to mention that i used to have an um eating disorder i developed it along with postpartum depression after my daughter was born and it was hard on both of us I'm in therapy now and doing much better, but the smallest comment can trigger me and send me back to my habits. I stormed into the playroom and called her outside. She was a little surprised to see me and told me she thought I was asleep. I called her out and told her to get the fuck out of my house. She was shocked and I told her I didn't appreciate the way she spoke about me on the call and didn't want her in my house anymore. She started saying she was talking about someone else, but I didn't believe her. I knew she was talking about me since she always gives me a weird look every time my daughter and I are eating lunch at how I cut up my food. I kept telling her to leave until she started crying and telling me this was her only source of income. Long story short, I got her to leave and pay her this month's salary. Now that I've had some time to think about it, I wonder if what I did was wrong, firing someone, especially during a pandemic. Should I not have done that? Girl, listen. No. You are not the asshole. Let me tell you why. First of all, it doesn't even matter. I mean, it, the fact that you have an eating disorder, um, it, it don't even matter. You are employed. The, the girl is employed by somebody. You don't talk shit about that person that you're employed. And you know she in the house, okay? You're not the kind of nanny that come over when their mom leaves to go to work. Like, you know she's in the house with you. And you in her house being paid by her talking shit. And the whole firing somebody in a pandemic kind of thing, you know what? It is what it is. Because... <laughs> She knows that it's a pandemic and she knows what she needs. She knows that. And she still decided to fucking do that. So guess what? That's on her. That's not on you. That's not something that you need to be concerned about. That's something that she was not concerned about. And that's just what the fuck happened. Okay? Like, no, I don't think that you're the asshole. I, and especially with you having the issue that you have and being triggered um, by things. Yes, yeah, she didn't know that, but she shouldn't have been saying that shit anyway. Period. So she fucked herself up. That ain't got nothing to do with you. Nothing at all. Nothing at all to do with you. That's her shit. She want to gossip and all kinds of bullshit. Then that's what's going to have to happen. You know, you're going to have to let that shit go. And the pandemic shouldn't be a excuse for people's behavior because, you know, everybody's struggling and some people need money. You know, um, and clearly, I mean, she didn't know that she was going to be hurt. She didn't know that if she was hurt, talking shit would get her fired from her job. But you know what? People got to learn how to be better people somehow. Yep. And she can't learn to be a better person by continuing to have this job after she fucked up. She's going to learn how to be a better person or a villain from this shit. You know, <laughs> she's going to be sitting in the mirror broke as hell while her family's burning up around her and start thinking, I'm going to fuck skinny bitches up for the rest of my life <laughs> or she can be like you know what? i really shouldn't have been talking shit about that lady in her house where she could potentially hear me you know so next time i get ready to talk shit i'm gonna do it in a safe space because you know what i talk shit about a lot of people all right but ain't none of, none of them ever heard me talking shit about them and most of the shit i talk i will tell a motherfucker to their face too True. to be honest you know what i'm saying i won't talk that level of shit like I don't talk shit about something that, like, wait, I wouldn't talk shit about that. I'm fat. So, <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't make sense for me to do that. <laughs> like I said, it doesn't matter that she didn't know that you have this, you had an eating disorder in the past. 
She was in your house and saying, oh, I thought you were asleep. Bitch, what? What? This was a conversation that you could have waited and had outside of this house on your way home, at home, but not in the house of the person that's paying you. That's just dumb. So no, because the, uh, the alternative is you not firing her and you having this simmering resentment or this simmering animosity towards her. It's better for y'all to just go your separate ways at this point. She'll I mean that she... She knew it was a pandemic when she was talking shit. You know you need this damn job. Don't be talking shit. Stupid. And I don't know why she would even say to her, I thought you were asleep. Well, <laughs> bitch, I'm woke, and I heard what you said. So clearly, that was your mistake. <laughs> I was awake. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, like, was you peeking around the corner waiting for me to be asleep so you could start talking shit about me and not have to worry about it? <laughs> oh, my God. You know you're not the asshole, ma'am. She's an asshole. And hopefully she learns a lesson from this. You did what you're supposed to do. Yep. Little young motherfucker. Learn. Learn from this. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do this. Three of my letters first. Huh? And then yours. Okay. I'm going to choose one through my. I got three of them. You okay. let me know which one you want to do. Okay. Am I being stupid to want to end a relationship over my boyfriend's eating habits? My boyfriend is mad that my ex pierced my ears and left a permanent mark on me and wants me to regrow them so that he can pierce them. I don't want to because it hurts, but I, what should I do to keep, should I do it to keep the peace? And would I be the asshole if I let my sister die because of a Facebook post? God damn. <laughs> I was really on wanting to do the second one, but then this last one, I'm like, die. <laughs> um, I'm confused now. Because <laughs> I really want to talk shit about the second one, but I'm intrigued by the third one. Do you want me to do both of them? Yes, do them both, because I, I can't pick. The last one is short. Okay. I want to know about this death. Would I be the asshole if I let my sister die because of a Facebook post? My 30-year-old sister, wait a minute, my, I'm a 30-year-old female sister that's 27, is on dialysis and has end-stage renal disease. When she found out, they tested everybody and I'm the best match to donate a kidney to her. Initially, I agreed to donate a kidney even though I knew the risk to myself, but now I'm second-guessing that decision. We grew apart after she married her husband. She's grown into what they would call a Karen. She only ever cares about her stuff and constantly creates drama wherever she goes. I just went low contact with her since the pandemic started because I didn't need that stress in my life. Our strained relationship recently came to a head on Facebook. She's kind of went off the deep end lately. I posted how I'm glad this month is over and she replied that I must support those who steal people's children for nefarious purposes and some pretty bad stuff about me. I was kind of shocked to say the least, so I called her and she yelled at me for 30 minutes and disowned me as a sister. I cried all night to my partner and she was pissed and said I shouldn't donate my kidney if this is the way she was going to treat me. I'm starting to kind of agree with her. The surgery is scheduled for two weeks from now and I just don't know anymore. It's a relatively low risk surgery and would be greatly increase her quality of life and make her live longer. But why should I give a part of my body to someone that hates me? Whew. Okay. Wait, what did, what did the sister say to her? You must be in agreement with people who steal children. What? Let me see. Is that a reference to some Trump shit? I posted how I'm glad this month is over, and she replied that I must support those who steal people's children for nefarious purposes and some pretty bad stuff about me. I don't understand. Okay, anyway. What I would say is this. Um, 
you have to weigh out how you gonna feel if she dies and you don't give her, her your kidney. Like if you're going to ha <clears throat> if you're gonna have guilt for the whole rest of your life because you feel like you could have saved her and you didn't, like you gotta you gotta figure out what you can live with and what you can't. I don't know that this is one where I can just be like, you should give her your kidney or you should because I mean it just depends. I got people in my family that I would not give my fucking kidney to, period. And I wouldn't feel bad about the shit afterwards. Okay. But she would sleep like a baby. Yes, I would. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be just fine. Um, but if you aren't like me with ice in your veins, <laughs> then um, I would say, you know, you're, you you got to weigh out how, what, how this is going to impact your mental health. Because the thing about it is if she dies, you can't take it back. If she dies, you can't go back and be like, okay, I'm going to give you my kidney now because that shit is done with. Um, so I think for you, what you're going to have to decide is what you can and can't live with. Because, yeah, in this moment, you're mad at her. And, yeah, in this moment, you like, fuck her. But if later on, you're going to feel different. If, if your history of getting upset with people, you know that you easily forgive or you're going to go. You need to weigh all that out before you make a final decision. Because this is one of those situations where you are not going to be able to make a different decision and fix it. Because when she dies, she's dead. Bruh, it'll be so hard to deal with if I gave her my kidney and she was still on this same shit after I gave her my kidney. <laughs> that what I, see, that's how I feel, but everybody... It'll make me want to put out a hit on her ass. <laughs> I mean... Everybody's not going to feel that way. So she, For your own mental health so that you don't later on have a breakdown and shit, you got to figure out if you can live with not giving her your kidney. Like, if and you then, don't be okay with it. And then other people going to know that you took didn't give the kidney, and then after you said you would, yeah. I think the problem for me would be is that I let it get so close to the surgery to pull out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's something I said I'll do at a certain point. I'm going to be a person of my word. I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to give you two black eyes after you get my kidney. <laughs> But you'll have my kidney. You'll survive. You have a, you know, better quality of life because of that. But, you know, it's not something I'd be happy about. Or, or maybe I'd just be like, "Bitch, don't you want my kidney?" <laughs> On her Facebook post, like you can't disown me and want my kidney still because my kidney is a part of me. If you disown me as a person, you disowning this kidney that I said I was gonna give your monkey ass. Now tell me what you want me to do. Hey, everybody chime in. What do y'all want us to do? I bet you'll delete that post. <laughs> I would be petty and give her the kidney and then forever remind her this shit. Like, how I feel to have a kidney of somebody who's in agreement with children being taken from their homes in your body. Now you got a part of that in you. So does that mean that you're in agreement with this? I would just be petty as fuck if I even still gave her the kidney. Because again, I'm the kind of bitch I ain't gonna feel bad. It depends on who it is. I literally, I honestly, truly have people in my family that I would be like, no. I mean, Godspeed. <laughs> I hope if heaven is real, you didn't got right with God, but like, <laughs> I can't help you. Um, but that's me and my personality. Um, like I said, I think the important thing for you is to to realize what you can and can't live with. You know, from the mental health perspective, I can say, you know, I don't know how much of this is the mental deterioration of a person that is in a physical health situation where they need surgery. And so, I mean, it very well could be that she's going through some real 
shit right now. Yeah. You know, I feel like I would have to rule out the, the that she's going through enough to justify this, you know, because nobody should have to take a certain amount of verbal abuse because that person is going through something, you yeah. know, because you can't fuck up relationships in your life yeah. based on the fact that you're going through some shit, you know, even though you're going through it, you know, and it don't give you a pass to verbally abuse people that's in your environment. It just doesn't. No. You know, so I think I would make that assessment. And if I it determined at the end that people were just being an asshole just to be an asshole and, and whatnot and not taking into consideration what somebody's going to do to you, yeah, shit's going to get real complicated for them real fast. They're going to be apologizing real quick fucking <laughs> with me. <laughs> like, I can't, I mean, I don't want to give my kidney away. Period. Like, okay. I don't care. Okay, maybe when I have a wife and kids, maybe I'll be on the give my kidney away shit, you know. But right now, I mean, this is just how the stars look for your ass, you know, <laughs> with a kidney. Like, and and this is that's just my personality though. They'd be like, I cut you off. All right, well, sorry, you can't have my kidney no more. Bye. You know what? There are people in my family who are like super religious and use religion as a way to be assholes. And I feel like if one of them asked me for a kidney, I'd be like, this is God's will. Exactly. <laughs> like your kidneys been shut down. This what that's that's God's plan. I can't, you know, you want me to take a kidney out of my body and put it into yours. I don't even think that's allowed. <laughs> my cousin said that she gonna have to find a new church because her pastor lately has been saying that uh if you wearing a mask, you're a fake Christian because you don't believe in God. Oh my god. <laughs> and I'm like, I bet this motherfucker, if he needed a kidney, he'll be he wouldn't be saying God. Help this kidney that I got in my body that I need fixed right now. Lord, please. I don't want to have no surgery. I just want to believe in you and all your grace. And I just want you to heal me. I don't even want to have to speak to people about this ailment. I'm not going to go to the hospital. Motherfucker going to be jaundiced up and half white. Goddamn. Two weeks later, about to die. About to go see the God who ain't answer his questions. That shit was so irritating. Like that religious part of how like... And, you know, I look at God, like, God would be okay if Christians didn't hype God up to be mu as much as he is. Yeah. That's the problem for me. Like, even if God is real, the way that he's been depicted out here, making him sound like a dick to me, <laughs> that's the problem for me. Like, first off, if God wasn't all-knowing and all-powerful and um, omnipotent and all that good shit that means he can control everything, a lot of shit will make sense. If God has some limits, that'll make sense <laughs> to me. God will make more sense because it's too much bullshit that go on here. And if God got control of this and he wants this to be as evidence by motherfucker saying, well, it's in God's will. Then God wrote some bullshit in everybody's wills. <laughs> he wrote the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if it was, if he wrote, you know, Mr. On Point's life begins, whatever happens, happens. Then, okay, God makes sense because he ain't controlling my shit. But motherfuckers like to say that it's in God's will, meaning that he wrote down that I was going to have some fucking narcolepsy and some fucking high blood pressure. Like, he wrote all of that shit in <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> that's, that's stupid to me. People be using yeah. God as a scapegoat for not wanting... And, and the way I look at it, like, God gave us the power and the knowledge and intelligence as a species to be able to handle shit that we have. So God gave people that are smart enough the
vaccines and the power to do surgery mm -hmm. and the power to do all of these things. People love talking about how God uses people, but why don't they look at God using people who do shit like that? Like, motherfuckers, I was having to tell my mama we was having an argument about God and why she don't need counseling because she got God. And I said, mama, you have told me my whole life that God uses people to help people. So how do you know that therapists ain't God using a whole group of people to help you when you need help? You know what I'm saying? Like, she got caught the fuck up in that logic line. She didn't know what the fuck to say. She's like, well, like, okay, God is like, it's like the Bible and it's like Christianity's Christianity as a whole practicing confirmation bias. <laughs> All Christians want is the shit that makes sense to them to be validated consistently. Yeah. And if it don't make sense to them, then it, it they find a way to make it not of God or not of the Bible, even though God been killing motherfuckers in the Bible for some time. God is like the best assassin. Like he's the assassin. Like he's uh he's Denzel in the Equalizer. He work at Home Depot, but don't nobody know. Fucking murking people to get their rings and shit back if he have to. Why he stop smiting people? Why 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 do smitings not happen anymore? Well, look, I I asked my pastor when I was in church. I was about I don't know thirteen or fourteen. I was like, why was God's power so much stronger in the Bible days and it ain't strong like that now? And he was like, it is the same strong. Why Why is it not? Why do you think it's not strong? And I said, because ain't nobody out here with strength in their hair like Samson. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what? How come, how come Samson had hair that grew and made him super strong and now we don't got that shit? All we got is alcoholics. <laughs> crack addicts <laughs> like where are the people that when they have grow they fucking are strong and you cut it off they weak now what if god like god could show his power in so many different ways that'll make us be like god is definitely fucking real it seemed like he did that shit in the bible he did a lot now now we out here where it's like it's so passive like he don't want to show us his power we just gotta figure out a way to believe the shit yeah Damn, I don't know how I got into that fucking rant. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. What? What's the other? Do the other one because I want to talk shit. And I'll just do one of mine because we're running low. <laughs> this one's kind of long too. Uh, listen, this, this, she has the audacity to say "throw away" because he reads Reddit. What? Listen, this, look, okay. This dude may not know it's him, y'all. My boyfriend is mad that my ex pierced my ears and left a permanent mark on me that wants me to regrow them so he can pierce them. I don't want to because it hurts, but should I do it to keep the peace? Throw away. I know that's fucking him. Damn. That's, that's so specific. <laughs> and it's viral now. So <laughs> y'all you just need to leave the motherfucker. All right. This might be one of the stupidest posts on here, but I feel like I'm going crazy and need unbiased opinions about this. I'm going out. <laughs> I've been going out with my boyfriend about five years now. We met in college and it's been really great. We've been semi-living together for a while now and are considering the next step in our future. We decided to quarantine together to see how it's like to live together full-time and so far it's been going great. I've never met anyone with whom I've connected more and we have so many similar interests and hobbies that I think that he's the one for me. <clears throat> this brings me to the weird shit that's been going on. Two weeks ago we were chilling and watching TV, not watching 
while scrolling through our phones and he told me he was considering getting an earring. I asked what kind and what he wanted to get pierced and he showed me a few pictures of some other guys on Instagram and asked for my opinion. I gave my support and told him it would look good if he did. He then asked if it hurt and when I had gotten mine done. I had, I have pierced ears, nothing over specific, just on the earlobes. I laughed and said it hurt like a bitch and told him the story of got, how I got my earring. I got them done by my boyfriend in high school with a needle and potato. We um, might have been drinking that night as well. I told him that it hurt a lot, and I even got an ear infection in one ear. Everything turned out fine in the end, but it was teenage drunk shenanigans, but at least I got free holes. I told him I told him that a certified piercer would do it properly and how the process works. He got quiet after that, and I just assumed he was mulling it over, but he started acting strange over the next two weeks and showed behavior I've never seen before. He was angry and pissy at everything and would often ignore me, even though we were in the same room. I tried to talk it out with him to see what was wrong, but he just shrugged and said nothing and continued being mad. I decided to give him some space, maybe quarantine, social distancing, and work was getting to him, and he needed some time and space. Like I have, like I said, I had no idea what was wrong, but figured he would come and talk to me when he felt ready. Well, three days ago, he finally said he wanted to talk and sat me down. I was more than ready to help and resolve whatever the issue is so we can go back to normal. Well, he told me he didn't like the fact that my ex-boyfriend had given me my holes. Believe me when I tell you that I didn't understand. I asked him to elaborate, and he blew up. He told me that it was weird that I was fine with an ex having left a permanent mark on my body, that he wanted me to let the holes regrow, and then we would go to a certified piercer, or he could pierce them again, but that he didn't want to always have a reminder of one of my exes on my ears. He was also angry that I hadn't told him earlier. He had talked with his friends, and they all thought it was weird as well, and that I was fine with it. I was lost for words. I would never thought in a million years this would be the issue. I don't want to regrow my ears only to get them re-pierced. It hurts, and it's unnecessary. Well, that was apparently the wrong thing to say because he blew up and accused me of still loving my ex. I told him to fuck off and went home. He's been blowing up my phone with both accusations and demands. If you really love me and want a future with us, you would do this too. I guess you've been fucking him when I'm working late nights for us and things like that. Um, mm -mm. He somehow made this into a big deal and turned it around on me. And now I'm thinking if I'm really weird for not minding who the fuck pierced my ears. Anyway, I need help ready. And I'm out of strange... Am I that strange for not caring who pierced me? And should I regrow my and re-pierce my ears for the sake of the relationship? Your boyfriend and his friends are all bitches. You hear me? They are fucking bitches. This was some shit you had done in high school by a high school boyfriend that don't even fucking matter anymore, which is why you didn't tell him about it, because the shit is irrelevant as fuck. And he expects you to let the holes in your ear close the fuck up. Because he doesn't want you to have anything permanent on your body done by something else. He is insane. And then, let me tell you something. This ain't going to be the tip of the iceberg. This is not going to be the last time that he wants you to do some unreasonable ass fucking shit. If you give in and do this bullshit, it's going to go downhill from here. He is fucking insane. I wish the fuck. I don't give a First of all, I don't even remember who pierced my ears. I think I got them pierced when I was a baby. But even if I had done some teenage shenanigans and had some boy that I was talking to when I was a goddamn teenager pierce my fucking ears, I wish that the guy that I was with would tell me that he got a problem with this. Not only tell me he got a problem with this, go discuss it with his friends and try to give me ultimatums because that is a fight that you do not want to have, bitch. This is going to be one ultimatum you're going to wish that you hadn't got because I'm going to call your fucking bluff. Okay, this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. You shouldn't even need to have put this on goddamn Reddit. Are you serious? You already know. You told him to fuck off. Stick with that. Just move the fuck on. The fuck? Yeah, that shit was uh 
That shit's stupid. That shit's so insecure. My God. <laughs> and you know, the crazy thing is like you be saying shit that don't seem like it means anything at all. It's just a story to tell, a memory that a person got in her brain. Like, he gonna want her to go through the, uh, what is it, the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind? Erasing all <laughs> her memories of a, you remember shit from other people? <laughs> Bitch! <laughs> We we get your brain erased. <laughs> and he he pierced your ears in high school, so automatically y'all must still be fucking now. Years like this is how old she is now. Did she put her age in there? Uh, hold on. I think maybe twenty. Either way. Oh no, she's twenty six and he's thirty. Fucker. Yes, him piercing my ears when we was in high school and dumb means a hundred percent that I'm fucking him now. Fucked him last night. Like, I, <laughs> you don't want to play these games with me. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, I don't even know why you felt the need to make a Reddit post about this because you already know that this shit is fucking insane. And him telling about his friends agree. I don't give a good goddamn who agrees with you. It doesn't make it any less fucking stupid. It's not like if you come and tell me, well, Chris and, and Todd and, and Mark said that they agree with me and they think it's weird too. Bitch, I don't care. I think all of y'all are weird. Now what? Where are we at now? What are we going to do now? Y'all are weird and you think that this is weird. So what the fuck now? But give a fuck about what your friends think. You think that that moves me? That don't move me? I don't give a fuck. I don't care. It's still stupid. It's dumb. <laughs> Bro, I, I mean, I even wish one of my friends would call me and, and be like, hey, man, my goddamn girlfriend got her ears pissed by her ex. He's like, what? what? Like, yesterday? No, man, eight years ago. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, let me, let me, let me. You are angry, clearly. And the reason that you're angry is because your girlfriend got her ears pierced eight years ago by her ex-boyfriend yeah man that nigga left a permanent mark on her <laughs> okay um what now what you want her to do i want her to let her ear holes regrow and then i want to piss them <laughs> bro are you sick are you okay <laughs> what's your mama phone now i'm gonna get on facebook i'm gonna find your family because this, this is a level of insecurity that's crazy as hell. Like, to my male friends who are listening to this, I'm not the one to call on some insecure, misogyny, sexism, ownership type shit when it comes to your partner. I'm not the one. She told you a story about how she got her ears pierced. Like, damn. Like, you, she might as well just start telling him stories about Stories about her sexual engagements and stuff. She might as well just drive a wedge into shit, twist, <laughs> stab her in the back. She might as well do a Julius Caesar on this motherfucker at this point, goddamn, because this shit need to be over. Five years? Five years. How can five years go by and you don't find out that your boyfriend is this level of jealous? I'm telling you, man, women, y'all gotta test these men. This shit. Y'all gotta test these men. You know, again, I would like to think that just on the face of, of what my personality is, just in general, that this would never happen. But if this ever happens, 
Like, it ain't going to be a situation where I'm like, I'm point, I don't know what to do. He wants me to grow my ears back. It's going to be a situation where I call you and be like, let me tell you this bitch-ass nigga said to me. And why the fuck we over? <laughs> I'm going to be like, wait, wait, you didn't kill him, did you? <laughs> you got to give me a great, like, we can't be having conversations about what to do with the body. We got to have, like, we can't do that on person. We don't know if the FBI listening to us and then we got to do a goddamn, we got, we got to have signals or some shit. We need emojis to send. We need like an emoji run to send each other when it's some real shit. <laughs> and we need a secure way to communicate with each other. So you're going to have to tell me first off, you know, he's fine. <laughs> Let me tell you what the fuck he talked about. Because you, yeah. you know too many ways to kill motherfuckers. I do. I do. Um, and I would hope he would know that too and wouldn't come to me with no bullshit like this because you're taking your life in your own fucking hands, nigga. But see, he believe it's legitimate. He believe it's a legitimate claim. <laughs> Makes it worse. The fact that you really in your heart are upset about this and feel like you have a valid reason to be mad at me. That makes it worse. <laughs> if he didn't feel like it was a legitimate claim, then he wouldn't have brought it up and been this mad and let this shit go on for two weeks. Furthermore, you know, this is this is something that, you know, I don't want to lose days in my relationship if I can help it. You know, and I, what I mean by that is what I've struggled with in my relationship past is something that somebody gets mad at me at, but not understanding what my purpose or intention was in, in the moment. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so it's like, I'll give you all the time you need to, to regulate, but like, a part of me just wants to talk it out immediately, you know, because the more time you spent not talking it out, that is lost time. True. Lost time. You don't get it. She spent two weeks not understanding why the fuck, what was going on (laughs) with him was going on with him. And that's two weeks lost. Yep. Two weeks of him being stressed and irritated and mad for his own stupid ass reasons. And two weeks of her trying to figure out what the hell happened. Because it was be trying to act. so stupid. There's people no way she would have even ever guessed that. And people be acting like their behavior ain't a telltale sign that something is wrong. Like, I'd have been like, look, tell me what the fuck is wrong or don't fucking call me until you know or can communicate it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. This shit's so stupid. You know, misogyny. That shit, that shit be wild. Wilding out here. I, I just... Got no blood pressure. Okay, I'm gonna do this one. We'll end on a funny note um, with the the letters because we're getting close to time. Um, I, well, I think it'll be funny. I'm not sure because I hadn't read it, so it might be it might be. Terrible. I said no. We we. I mean, we got time. Time. We had an hour eighteen. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. The thing. Okay. Anyway. Um. So I, this is a 25-year-old male and his 23-year-old girlfriend. Uh, I have no clue how to talk to my girlfriend about my kink. So I don't know where this is going. <laughs> Hopefully not somewhere too bad. Mm. Um, I've been dating this girl for about two months now. This is the first real relationship I've ever been in, and I really have no clue how to go about things. Oh, fuck. I just read what it is. Mm. Um, I have a mommy slash femdom kink. 
It's embarrassing to even admit here, and I have no clue going about how to tell her this. It's something really important. It's something really important to me in terms of sexual stuff, and I don't want to just hide this shit until way late into the relationship when it's bound to cause more problems in the event. It's a deal breaker. I'm honestly just nervous how to go about it. I really try. I'm really trying not to mess things up. It was very difficult for me to start dating in the first place, and after 24 years of being single, I don't want to immediately get myself back there. I know it's weird. Uh, and might be off-putting to some people, so it's just very difficult for me to tell her about due to nerves over how she'll react. How do I even go about starting to do this? Um, you are absolutely right about you need to go ahead and pull it and rip that Band-Aid off right now. <laughs> um, because you need to find out if it's something that she would even be interested in. If this is something that is like you need to have in order for you to be um, experience that like your best version of your sexual life then you need to talk to her about it and just like tell her and because the thing about it is this is one of those things where it it ain't no ain't no soft way of introducing it right because it's gonna <laughs> it's not like you know you're gonna be able to say it in a way where she'll be like oh okay like either she's gonna be with it or she ain't um i don't even know if somebody if somebody like told me that what i don't know i would need some <laughs> i would need some time like i don't think i would be able to respond to it in the moment um because and it depends on what you, you said mommy slash femdom so i don't know for me i have two very different visions of what those is the whole mommy thing is a lot different for me than you want like a dom a feminine dominatrix like I, those are two different avenues in my mind so make sure that you can very, you know, specifically explain to her what those terms mean and as it pertains to you and what you're wanting to do. Um, because mommy just sound like you want to wear a pant like that one way. I think those are two. I think those two are the same thing. Are they? Yeah, mommy femdom. I think femdom is the umbrella that uh, mommy lies under. Like femdom is just that the woman is the one with power. And the way that she exposes that power is as as a mommy figure. I don't think I could do that one. I don't think I could my, me personally. So TikTok has a whole kink talk thing. Like okay. if you do TikTok, just you put in kink talk. I'm not gonna it's do just that. A bunch of people with kink <laughs> stuff. Well, I, I mean, there's some things I wanted to learn about that reading wasn't really giving me what I was looking for. And TikTok people are just creative enough on there to talk about stuff in ways that are more relevant, like. There's knife play and blood play and all these different other plays. And I just wanted to know what some of that stuff was. But one of them is DDLG, which is Daddy Dom Little Girl. And every time I talk about this to people who ain't familiar with it, I guess they equate it to, like, pedophilia, you know, or, or something like that. But that's not the case. It's not a pedophilia-based. It's specifically about the power dynamics. And these people just desire to have that power dynamic, like... The daddy role isn't, I mean, a daddy's role is not a sexualized role with that child ever, you know? I mean, it ends up being that way because we got, got fucked up people in this fucked up country. But a daddy in its most responsible sense is not sexual. But I think when people hear daddy, dom, little girl, it, it's a problem. Um, so, uh, but also the mommy one doesn't even necessarily mean a baby. Or diapers. It could just mean like 12, 13, 14. It could just mean that I want to be directed. I want to be told what to do. I want you to be 
you know, the head of the household or everything that a mom would do. I want you to make Moms sure that the household usually huh? you know, so they're not head of the house. Like for well, me, I, mean, I feel I like the only way you can come up with this way of life if you ain't got no daddy in the house <laughs> to be honest like well, I, don't, I don't feel like you have a daddy and then we'll end up like this i don't know i don't know though i have to ask you know somebody I feel like you can and maybe have a dad that um either the dad was very submissive to your mom or your dad was very dominant over your mom and you wanted to go in the other direction but either way this is what i mean though about you need to explain it to her because just saying those terms it means different things. So you need to be very specific. I wouldn't go up to her and just be like, I got a, a mommy uh, femme dom kink. Like, cause that don't mean nothing to somebody that's not in that lifestyle. And even if they are, again, it, it's, it's what it specifically means to you. Like, what is that going to be mean that you're gonna want to uh, me to do? So I would say, make sure you're very specific in your, when you're discussing this with her. Um, and explain it in terms that a layman <laughs> that is not involved in that life or doesn't, you know, and not involved in that keep will be able to understand. Because, yeah, mommy is going, I mean, like I said, when I hear mommy, I go directly to the people that wear diapers and have the fucking pacifiers and shit. I mean, grown men, you see doing it, and I can't. It's not my, that's not Man, my. And if this was something I had to do, I'd be like, okay, I want to roll this out slowly. First off, I need to know that my lady has some kind of understanding of BDSM, generally speaking. I mean, there are a bunch of little quizzes and stuff to take, and y'all could just take make that a game. Take those quizzes together. Hey, I, I discovered like some you know BDSM stuff, and I just want to take some of these quizzes. I want to take some quizzes. Let's see where we lie on these spectrums. You know, take the quizzes, see where she is, let her see where you are, and have conversations from there. Like, you can't just go from vanilla sex to I want you to dominate me as a mommy figure. You can't do that shit, bro. <laughs> you need to find out if she like, find out if women have had an experience with being dominated or with a BDSM. I mean, it's going to be hard for somebody who's had a bunch of sexual experiences to not have, you know, had somebody that wanted to tie them up or something. These things all at the core are revolved around control, you know, and sometimes you want to be on the bottom side of control and sometimes you want to be on the top side of control, you know, so ask her how she feels about like the concept of control when it comes to these relationships until you work yourself to the way of how you like to be controlled by her in what context, you know what I'm saying? And communicate that to her. BDSM, subdom, all of the things that's involved in that is about consent. And in order for somebody to consent, you have to be able to convey exclusively what you need conveyed. And two months in, ain't really that's that's not a long, lot of time, <laughs> you know, to dive into what your kinks are. But also, if they are as important to you as you say they are, then it's very important that you find out if this person is going to be who can cater to that need. If she can't. You got to let the shit go. Yeah, and that's why I said two months. That's why I think two months is a lot. I mean, that's that's enough time for us to have gotten to a place where I feel like we can't have that conversation. Because, again, you don't want to go a year or two years in and then pop this shit up. And now you've wasted a whole two years because she ain't with the shit. And this is something that you need. Like, it, I think the things that you need to be happy in a relationship, those things need to be addressed 
up front. And that's not even just sexual based stuff, but just what your love language is like those kind of things need to be because you need to know that this person can provide those things for you. Like those deal breaker things or things that you have to have in order to be happy. Those things need to be discussed early on so that y'all can make sure that y'all are even well matched. Because just because you're well matched on paper, it does not mean that in practice that y'all are a good match. Like you gotta, everybody gotta put their cards on the table and let's see what we got. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, I that's I don't know. The mommy thing would fuck would fuck with me. Like I don't know that I could. Mm-mm. What if mommy was just a term that represented? certain phrases that you say that i mean he don't have to call you mommy or anything it could just be like let's say let's say y'all life is because you know a lot of people don't play these roles some some for some people these are roles for most people these are roles yeah, you play it under certain context yeah so let's say from i don't know seven to nine these are roles y'all play and all it means is that you like tell him to clean up his room and tell him to brush his teeth and you know it ain't like it ain't stuff he don't do anyway but yeah. just the you prompting him to do that, just like is that feeling that he's catered to? Like, I guess my issue is jumping in and out of that role, and like outside of those two hours, still viewing him. I don't know. Like, I feel like it would be difficult for me to view him in the same light after doing that with that specific thing, right? Like, I feel like I could be a dominatrix, like in another setting that didn't include the mommy part. I feel like I could do that shit and be fine with that. Right. But the mommy shit like that for me, jumping out of that mindset when we're not role playing, it would be difficult for me. Like just for me specifically. I don't think I could I don't think I could do that. Mm-hmm. So um but yeah, I mean again, you you be specific when you're explaining it so that she knows exactly because again, you know, that shit may mean something different to you, even within that community your viewpoint of it might be different. So she needs to know exactly what it is you're requesting of her, what it is that you need so that she can let you know whether or not it's some shit she can provide for you. Yeah, you you do need to rip that band-aid off, but like in a reasonable amount of time, you know, I met somebody who is into the Dom life and she really can do without it. You know, it's not something that she has to have in a relationship. Um, It's just a side thing that she couldn't do when she has availability and if somebody engages her with it then she's she'll be fine but she don't have to um but you know you got to rip them band-aids out early you got to communicate transparency is helpful um there's a lot of overlap in the bdsm world with like poly and open relationships you know so you know I don't, not saying that that's something to explore you know but if you can't get your needs met by this person, is this need getting met more important than being in a relationship with a single individual that you may not be able to get it from? Or are you going to have to be a part of a lifestyle in which you have options to get these things from different people when you need them? Um, Or is it that important that you specifically get that thing from the person that you've chosen to be in a relationship with? I guess that's going to be uh, your decision. But Mm -hmm you need to let your partner know soon because it's just not cool letting a person carry on building themselves up to be what they need for you to be for you. And you have this thing that 
you need to know about them that you don't know yet. Yeah. That's um, different. My counter says two hours and 14 minutes. What are you looking at? Because we was on here for 40 minutes before we started. Not recording. The thing under your name says two hours and 14 minutes. The recording yes. at the top said that next to stop recording says one hour and 30 minutes. That was like the 40 minute difference when we first got on. We've but been we, on this whole thing a total of two hours and 14 minutes. I know, but we, oh, okay. So it's not the recording thing. No, I don't know. I mean, I can see both counters, but if you look at the time right now and look at that time and trace that back to what time we got on, we got on at the minus two hours and 14 minutes. Okay. We got on Skype all together at that time at okay. about one twenty. Okay. Uh, we don't have to have a long show, though. I can do the uh, viral post. Uh, let's see if there's another Unless one. Unless you got another one that you want to do. I mean, I had a third one. Um, Am I being stupid for wanting to end our relationship over my boyfriend's eating habits? Uh, that just sounds like... Uh, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> my 26-year-old boyfriend... Oh, my, I'm a 26. This, the ages fucked me up. Yeah. <laughs> How they put the ages... I'm a 26-year-old male, and my boyfriend is a 30-year-old male. He only eats an incredibly small variety of foods. I feel horrible because it isn't even really new. We've been together for eight years now, and since then, it's gotten a little worse, but I can't claim to be surprised by it. He eats apples, breakfast cereal, cheesecake, and plain pasta with olive oil, and that's pretty much it. Sometimes he'll try to eat something else, but it never really sticks, and he isn't really interested in fixing it because he doesn't see it as a problem for his health as he takes multivitamins. I've dealt with this for eight years, and it just makes me sad to think about it feels like a really stupid thing to end our relationship over because other than this, everything is literally perfect and we've discussed having kids too. I just don't want to be 70 or 80 and still cooking and eating my own meals while he eats cheesecake and apples for every meal. It's always been a thing and he's clearly interested in changing it would, and it would be unfair to ask at this point. Am I being silly to want to throw it all away over this? Too long didn't read. I'm thinking about ending my otherwise amazing long-term relationship over my boyfriend's eating habits. Am I being stupid? Yes, you are. What the fuck? Like... First of all, it's been eight years. Okay. He's been doing this shit for eight years and now it's too much for you. Like, oh my God, I can't. And I hate watching him eat cheesecake and, and fucking apple. Like, what? Everything else is like, again, and I think we've talked about this on the show before. You know, there are things in relationship. Everybody got their they breaking point. Everybody got that thing that, okay, like, no, I can't deal with. This obviously for me is not a thing for you because if it was, you would not still be here eight years later. You said yourself, you've been doing this shit the whole eight years. You said it's gotten a little bit different over time, but it's basically been this shit. Okay. So obviously, if you didn't put up with this for eight years, years, not eight months, <laughs> girl, if you don't let that man eat what the fuck he want to eat and eat what you want to eat, he ain't telling you that you need to eat the shit. He ain't telling you to just have pasta with olive oil, which it is weird. Don't get me wrong. Because <laughs> olive oil don't even really have a fucking taste. So I'm not really sure what he's getting out of that. But again, it's his prerogative. It's his business. Right? Let him have it. <laughs> but this is not something that I would end a relationship over. At all. Because he want to eat stuff that, like... <laughs> I mean, it's simple shit he eat. That's fine. I can see if he was like, I want you to eat the things that I eat and only the things that I eat. I hate sitting here watching you have pasta with meat in it. <laughs> like, he ain't even pressing you about what you eat, so let that man be. 
everything else is cool and this is the thing that you're like i just don't know if i can do it like what <laughs> girl listen you know i'd be thinking like these are meth kind of thoughts or crap thoughts or something <laughs> like what 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 kind of mind space do you have to be in to just be like seeing your mate eat an apple and just be getting mad <laughs> you know, because they ain't eating your food. Like, I'd be okay with that. You know what I'm saying? My food is fucking delicious, and my food is for me. And if you want to eat my food, that's fine. If you don't want to eat my food, that's fine, too. But, you know, I ain't even going to break up with you over that shit. No. It's been going on for eight years. Why is now? Why now? <laughs> this will throw him for a fucking loop. He's going to be like, I've been eating this shit for eight years. <laughs> like, if you really just tired of fucking me, just let me know so I can get the fuck on with my life. But you ain't finna tell me this shit got something to do with cereal and cheesecake. I wouldn't even believe that shit. <laughs> I'd be like, you are lying through your face. That shit ain't... You're lying like hell. Have you met somebody, bitch? Have you met somebody? Just tell me that. You're not finna tell me my olive oil and pasta is the reason that you finna call this shit quits after eight years. You mean to tell me everything else is perfect. But you mad that I, I ain't eating your food. <laughs> I ain't eat your food when I met you. I don't eat my mama food. I ain't eat my ex food. You ain't special in the realm of foods that I eat. <laughs> All right? This is part of me. And you accepted that shit for eight years? But now my apple's a problem? <laughs> Ma'am, no. No. Shut the fuck up. Let that man eat whatever the fuck he want to and take his multivitamins. And enjoy your damn meal. I mean. <laughs> Invite some friends over to eat your goddamn food. <laughs> Laugh at him in secret about him eating apples. Don't look at that man because he fucking eat the shit that you don't understand why he eat what he eat. <laughs> Clearly that man is going through some trauma. Okay? <laughs> this is not a regular diet. No. Nobody willfully eats limited amount of shit that don't have all the nutrients you need to exist and then take multivitamins in other parts of his life. <laughs> He's going through some shit. Maybe he done had some fucking bulimia or anorexia. Men get that shit too. They do. You know, maybe he grew up in a life where motherfuckers forced him to overeat. Maybe he grew up in a family full of fat motherfuckers. And all they been eating is butter and grease and all kind of sweats. They sweat look like it's green now because they just eat so much unhealthy shit. Maybe he was traumatized because he don't want to be on that end of, of being fucked up in life. Maybe. I don't know. But he done been through some shit to get to this point. You know, let that man have his trauma. Ask him what it's about. Send him to a therapist just to make sure that it ain't no bullshit that he need to get out of his system and let him go about it. You know, but the question I guess that should be asked is who is going to have the influence on the kids when it comes to their diet? Because if it's some kind of trauma, as I think it's some kind of trauma, then is he going to want his kids to eat a limited diet like he got? Or is he going to be okay with them eating like you want to eat? That's going to be the question. It That's the conversation like he, to have. It, is, it don't sound like he got an issue with what other people eat. This is what he eats. Because like she didn't say, and he's always trying to get me to eat pasta with just olive oil. Like, so if this is just what he's choosing to do with his life, and he don't really give a fuck, like if he realized, because take he take multivitamins, so he know he's not getting all the nutrients that he needs. If he realized that for his kids to grow up big and strong, they like it ain't. I don't think that's gonna be an issue. I don't think he's gonna have a problem with the kids, you know, eating what they need to eat to be healthy. It just sounds like she the one with the fucking problem. <laughs> like let that man eat his pasta and olive oil. 
Okay, let them have it. I mean, again, is it weird? Yes, yes, it is. We're not going to act like it's not weird, but it doesn't impact you. Um, it's the same way. I have no problem dating somebody that's vegan or vegetarian as long as they understand I'm going to fucking eat meat. You know what you want to do. Okay, that's cool. Long as you're not telling me how I'm murdering animals or telling me I should be ashamed of myself or telling me you don't understand how I can love Remy but eat steak. As long as you're not doing that shit, I don't give a fuck what you eat. If that's the, the lifestyle choice that you have made, go ahead. We can coexist and that just be fine. As long as you're not trying to push that shit off on me. Okay. And so to a, a very, 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 very lesser extent, he eating apples and cheesecake. Let him have it. Okay. That actually sounds kind of interesting, <laughs> to be honest. Will I eat it every day? No. Now I kind of want to find some cheesecake and then eat it with an apple and see what <laughs> see what that tastes like. <laughs> His breakfast cereal probably fucking special K. None of the additives. Probably plain cheesecake and the the red. I don't like red apples. They too starchy. <laughs> he probably eat them. An apple a day he keeps the bitches away. <laughs> apparently like it just that's crazy to me that that's even you finna throw away an eight-year relationship over some goddamn apples and cheesecake like i don't understand and i don't i don't get it i don't get it uh okay so this one's kind of long but i just it just sounds interesting so i'm gonna read it well this one will take us out okay uh, this is a 25-year-old male, and this is his 30, his uh, girlfriend or significant other is 31. Okay. This is so, uh, from the title, I'm like, what's the problem? But, <laughs> but that's just me. Okay. My significant other is well off. She is constantly buying expensive gifts for me. Even when I ask her not to. For Christmas, she wants to pay off my student loans as her Christmas present. However, we have only been dating barely a year. I wish the fuck somebody would offer to pay off my goddamn student loans. Bro, I pay feel like off. Joanne the scammer. Like, I wouldn't even give a fuck. <laughs> don't offer that shit to me. I'm going to be all coy at first. Uh, you know, I don't know if you should pay them off. But if you think it's a good idea, then, you know, let's do it. You know, I think I think it might. You know, let's let's try it and see. <laughs> but I'm gonna be Millie rocking in my head. Pay that <laughs> shit. Pay that shit. This is okay. That's why I wanted to be with a good time. Like, why are you upset? Why, like, what? What's the problem? Okay, background. I have been dating a girl who let's call Trish for less than a year. We met at my friend's New Year's party. I will be honest, I was not really looking for a long-term relationship at first, as I had just got out of one. However, those thoughts rapidly disappeared. She is gorgeous, smart, and a dork like myself. The fact that she gets genuinely happy to see me means a lot. We have similar hobbies and both work in tech. She very much has the dominant personality that makes it very hard for me to refuse her, but she isn't abusive or anything like that. There is also a fairly big age gap, um, but I really like her. Trish is well off. She was one of the first employees at a tech company that ended up being bought out by a larger one. I don't really know how wealthy she is, but I honestly don't care. While she does oftentimes spend a lot of money, several times she has told me money isn't an issue for her. She has also very much told me that she knows what she is doing regarding money. Monday was my birthday. She spent probably somewhere over $1,000 on gifts for me. The thing is, they were all 
things at one point. I made a comment about it or something. She bought me a watch that I vaguely remember looking at back in February. I said it was a nice watch. So there is thought there. I tried to get her to return the stuff saying this is too much, but she 100% refused. For her birthday back in July, I made her favorite food and seemed, and she seemed genuinely happy with this and specifically forbade me from spending money on her. On the other hand, I am poor. I got a master's in a useless subject and currently work as entry-level software developer. I have a ton of debt and frankly, my finances were a mess. She knows how much of a mess they were because she sat down with me one day and basically untangled the mess and taught me proper budgeting, investing, etc. Last night we were talking about Christmas and what our plans are. Eventually it came to gifts where I basically begged her not to spend anything on me for on on me forever. And then I cannot get her anything on the same level of what she bought me. She made a big deal and told me she didn't want anything like that. And she wanted her gift to be spending Christmas with me. Trish, on the other hand, said her gift for me is she's going to pay off all my debt so I can stop worrying about it. I really thought she was joking, but she is completely serious. Personally, I said, sure, because that is pretty awesome. I feel this is insane and I genuinely don't understand. We have been dating less than a year. Everyone I have talked to has either said she is joking or lying, but I know she isn't, which makes me all the more confused. I'm looking for advice. I really don't know how to respond or handle this type of thing at all. I do genuinely really love spending time with her. And if she never paid a cent, she is still easily the best person I have ever dated. Can someone help, please? What? What? What's the, what's the issue? <laughs> Where is our universe? Send me somebody. I'll let him pay my student loans. I promise you. And I won't feel bad. For you, you're gonna have to do something strange for that piece of change. <laughs> See, he he it ain't for him it ain't nothing he ain't already doing. He just happened to find somebody who just break out break out the goddamn checkbook when she fucking get ready. God damn boy, what wrong with you? What kind of poor was you? What kind of poor were you? Like you can't conceptualize people having money to just spend on somebody that they care about, man. I wish I would meet a woman like that. Hey, um, for Christmas I'm gonna pay off all your debt. What? <laughs> I wouldn't believe her because it was seen preposterous. Yes, <laughs> but if she were telling the truth, I believe that shit. I'd be like, okay, shit, okay. <laughs> I'll be motherfucking, I'll be a slave. I'll be tap dancing for her ass until Christmas to make sure that everything good, hoping that she don't find some other motherfucker that she like better than me. You know what I'm saying? Like, how far is Christmas? I wonder, as long as this shit is a month away, I'm good. I'll do everything I need to do. As soon as she pay them loans off, as soon as that shit's done, we good. We good. I, I would feel indebted to her. It ain't shit she would be able to. Like, that would solidify my desire to be loyal and my desire like that's what like that's what women need women need from men something that makes them desire to be loyal and value them for for the long term men don't give women shit <laughs> what do men give y'all what in the best case scenario what would a man give you for you to feel like legitimately secure with him i don't know <laughs> I don't know. Mm, I don't I mean, know. That might money. wouldn't be it because you have people that, that marry, you know, wealthy men and they be out here doing whatever the fuck they want to do. So, like, I don't know. I have no idea. But it... I don't see. I mean, because it doesn't sound like his concern is that she can't afford it. He feels like she can afford Like, she, listen. 
Okay. You didn't ask her to do this. She offered to do it. This is what she wants to do. Okay. And I can see feeling guilty about it if you was like constantly asking her for shit, but you don't ever ask her for anything. And she it doesn't hold it over your head. And the year that y'all have been together, it don't sound like she's made you feel like less than when you are able to provide for her these expenses. Like she would seem appreciative over you cooking her a meal. Like she doesn't make you feel bad for not being able to being in the same financial position that she's in. She wants to do this for you, not to hold it over your head, but because she knows that you're, you know, having a lot of stress and anxiety about where you are financially. And she wants to help you out with that. Like, I don't see the fucking problem. As long as she don't expect you to pay that shit back. <laughs> like Sally may do. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Um, I don't. Oh, listen, that's the kind of shit that would never happen yeah, I, to us because it, we would accept it. <laughs> it wouldn't even matter. It wouldn't even matter because if um because the conversation they had was about getting this shit on Christmas. Even if she came back and said, I paid your loans off, you owe me money. Ain't no quarter log on overturn that shit. So she <laughs> gave me that shit on Christmas. They're gonna be like, Oh, that was a gift. <laughs> I wouldn't give a fuck. Matter of fact, if she was trying to pay my loans off in August, I'd be like, Can we wait till Christmas? I just like for you to make that my birthday my Christmas gift so that, you know. You don't have to give me anything then. Well, you could do it in August. It could be a birthday gift. It'd still be a gift that they wouldn't. But your birthday got to be whenever they're trying to do it. But I'm saying, like, in August for you, that would work. It would be for me. But, like, for him, <laughs> it's just, if you make sure it's around the time that you should be receiving a gift, then you protect yourself from having to pay that shit back. But even me, man, I, but see, that's the level of poor we are. So he's the level of poor... <laughs> that the way he's processing this is that I don't believe this, I don't think it's true, and I don't think it's right. I don't think she should do this for me. You know, we are the level of poor that we are so desperate to get this shit paid off. We try to figure out how to scam a motherfucker <laughs> into doing it before they can take it back. <laughs> no take backsies. No backsies. <laughs> None. You got to do it now. Yep. You said it. You said it. Pinky swear. <laughs> Pinky swear. Come on. Let's do it. And I would give her the company. Like, you don't even got to give the money to me. You can write these checks directly to the U.S. Department of Education. Like, you could give it directly. To the, I don't need to see it. I don't need to see it. <laughs> Just do it. Like, I I don't. I can't conceptualize having an issue with this. <laughs> <laughs> but again, maybe that speaks to the level of poor that I am. Because I would just be like, for real? Okay. All right. You know, my gift ain't going to be nothing like you. As long as we understand, I, we ain't on the same level with that. So my gift is going to probably be some sentimental shit. As long as you okay with that, shit, I'm good with it. <laughs> it's mm. fine. <laughs> no issues. The fuck? You right there in the ready because your girlfriend want to pay off your debts? For you, no strings attached. This man what? calling the brag. That's all he did. He just wanted <laughs> motherfuckers to know. He's sitting there smiling like under his breath with a joker smile on. Like, yeah, y'all wish y'all had this life. I'm gonna pretend like it's a fucking problem for me, just so y'all motherfuckers can be a different kind of jealous. And I am a different kind of jealous because nigga, the doors that were open up <laughs> being debt free. Like, I think sugar mama. I think a sugar mama. Sounds like he got a sugar mama that he fucking around and fell in love with. Yeah. Which is fine. It's fine. 
the fuck? Don't understand. Can't can't relate. <laughs> yeah. Can't relate. Okay, uh, we'll go to my post. So if you have a question or a Reddit post that you've read that you would like for us to read on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartists at gmail.com. You can send it to us on Facebook, or you can send it to us on any social media platforms um, that we have, and we will read them. Uh, thank you to Colin, Michael, Michael's wife, um, for sending us um, letters and, and posts. Okay. So... I don't have that many. Okay. First one. Y'all ever heard of a reverse exorcism? It's when the devil tells the priest to exit the child's body. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) That's so rude. That shit's (laughs) fucked up. Wow. Uh, The elderly think we won't beat their ass. They need to be humbled. I mean... That's from Vince Staples. So I don't know what kind of shit he going through with his grandparents, but <laughs> he need to goddamn calm down. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Bro, we, we do not respect our elders. Like, Asian cultures respect the shit out of their elders. Yeah. I mean, I think we do it our way, right? My grandma was say some out-of-pocket shit. Nobody called her out on that shit. Like, they let her say disrespectfully. <laughs> like, and it was grandma, so you just, that's grandma. You just take it and move on. Mm. Like, nobody ever clapped back at my grandma because you fucking knew better. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. She said all kind of disrespectful shit. Says. Women love when you cheat on them. It make them feel like they on love and hip-hop. Wow. But boy level. These folks be contorting themselves. Contorting <laughs> their brains to make their bullshit look normal. Damn. At my funeral, I want someone to pick up the mic and say, she has some good pussy. Wow. Hopefully it ain't your cousin or your stepdaddy or your uncle. I hate you. That'll be problematic. Very much so. I hate a suck my dick to get me hard ass dude. Listen here, gummy worm. (laughs) Reply. Hate a play with my pussy to get me wet ass bitch. Listen here, Popeye's biscuit. They didn't have the same. The gummy worm was fucking hilarious. Go back and this is motherfuckers go back and forth. It's so crazy. The gummy worm was kind of funny. (laughs) (laughs) My bitch really made thirty dollars in two months on OnlyFans and gonna get mad at me because I told her drive for Uber Eats. Girl, you need a better job. This yeah. OnlyFans ain't doing it for you. Thirty dollars? That's not yeah. When your girl out with her friends and none of them post anything, you start hallucinating. Hashtag respectfully. What? When your girl is out with her friends and none of them post anything, you start hallucinating. Hashtag respectfully. Cause maybe they're getting into some shit since nobody's posting. I think it's a patterns type thing. If you got somebody who posts all the time when they uh-huh. out and then it's one night where they don't post, clearly a jealous boyfriend going to jealous. <laughs> Nigga said Jeezy winning the electoral vote, Gucci winning the popular vote. <laughs> That's from the verses this week. Gucci Mane versus Jeezy. I which, mean, did you watch that? No, I started watching it and Gucci Mane was saying so much shit 
<laughs> he was just acting like a kid. Like my necklace cost ten thousand. And wait, you're a grown ass man, Gucci, but all right, go off. But you know. And what they get into is that Gucci main one of Gucci main partners was, was killed over that Jeezy beef and stuff. You know, so it's like one for Gucci to be in the room is one thing, but you know, I guess he was he going through some shit. shit. He agreed huh? that shit. You knew what he agreed. A lot of niggas that agreed to marriage, but fucking fifty percent of the country don't like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, just because a motherfucker agreed to it, don't guarantee that you gotta fuck with it. I'm saying, but if you know that you got a problem with um, Jeezy, don't agree to be in the verses with him. Don't get on the verses and then act like a fucking child. Like you should just decline that shit and be like, no, ain't nobody make you do. Do they, they even get paid to do verses? I'm sure they get paid. They paid that man enough money to do that shit. Uh, I'm sure. Um, celebrities don't do shit for free. True. <laughs> so they definitely got to be getting paid for that shit. Um, and Jeezy seemed to have a smarter strategy because he released the album like midnight after that shit happened. Um, boy, Gucci calling Jeezy all types of pussy, and Jeezy just sitting there bald as fuck. Laugh my ass off. I mean, I guess this is a nigga that really valued his hair that would say <laughs> him being bald means something. <laughs> but uh, Jeezy Breakfast Club interview indicated that it was a good, good moment for them. Even though you know he was like, that's kind of what the people wanted to see, you know, and he was like, seeing all of these young kids dying, like. King Von and Mo Three and um, Boosie just got shot in the leg and just keep seeing all, all of that shit that's going on. He was like, they got a platform and it'll be a problem if he got up there and let that shit become something more. He said he don't take disrespect lightly, you know. But the moment was more important than what was going on in it. Respect. Um, yeah, for him. That's maturity. It is. Jesus, Jesus changed boy he became a grown man he was telling them about how he was like Charlemagne you used to know me man you knew you know I used to he was like I used to come to venues with 60 people man it don't take all that shit he said I used to be at professional events busting down blunts on the table and shit <laughs> you know what I'm saying he was like like that's that's that shit that's unnecessary you know what I'm saying and so um it was a, it was a good conversation it was a mature ass conversation from somebody who has clearly grown. He said, man, I was listening to my songs and just like, that just ain't me no more. Yeah. And you know, the diss song that he had for Gucci, he said, uh, did you still feel the same way? And he was like, man, I have felt that way in like, like the years that I made that shit, I was a different person. And like, it's just good to see somebody who, <laughs> I mean, at some point was a big part of problematic culture yeah. grow out of that, you know? Um, and I guess the, the fucked up part is that it's, it's late enough that there are already young rappers in the game that modeled after him and yeah. are still on the shit he on. So he kind of did the damage he did. But I guess uh, being a counseling professional, I have to believe that there is always an opportunity for somebody to grow and to change and that that change and growth has to be valued some kind of way. Yeah. So, but you know, that being said, that's all I got. All right. Um, do you have anything else on your mind? I do not. All right, then, until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla.